Michiana's first, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music to my beers on Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. Good morning and welcome to Music to My Beers. I am uh, Zach Miller, alongside my co-host Warren Cluck. And here we have sprung forward an hour. Man, I always forget about that and how much uh, losing an hour makes you feel a little... This is going to be the old manniest thing I say all day, but it feels like it crept up on us real quick this year. Yeah, it was like we just changed and we fell back. Now here we are, back and forth, back and forth. Well, finally my VCR says the right time. (gasps) I would just prefer maybe not. I know that's a hot take, hot button issue. Well, it's funny every year when uh, when daylight savings time rolls around back in the fall. There's always a lot of uh, a lot of opinion and editorial pieces. How we should just scrap it all together. I agree. Uh, I've got family that live out in Arizona. There's no, there's neither of these things happen out there. So sometimes we're two hours behind them. Other times we're three hours behind them, and that's it. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say because when I was in uh, Hawaii a couple of years ago, it was like five hours. Time difference, and then it became a six-hour time difference, and they must do the same thing out there. But Indiana used to not even change. We were all in Chicago time uh, part of the year, and then Eastern time the other part of the year. But I think they they did it. The whole thing's the whole thing is because of like you know rural family farms, and it had to do with like when the okay kids like, were helping or something. I forget what it was, but the point is we've grown past that now. Yeah. So we should just do away with that. And I'm not going to Also, not gonna time zones. Get on the metric <laughs> system as long as we're at it. Uh, this is a craft beer program that Zach and I do every Sunday. Thanks for coming along with us and, uh, and waking up on time. We have a lot to talk about today. We are in the midst of the biggest online promotion we do all year. We'll tell you more about that in a little bit. We have to get to our B-movie where there's a chick pick. Oh, goodness, what a show we have. And uh, I'm really excited about the pick six this week. So... It's getting earlier and earlier. You can get out and have those first couple of brewskis on a Sunday. Now that the sun's out, you're out doing stuff. That's right. Sun's out, guns out, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how you been, man? How was your week? How was your week of drinking? My week of drinking uh, was pretty good, actually. We went out on Wednesday to Evil Check, just mm. right around the corner over here, and I had I had their new hazy one, which I'm blanking. It was an Irish. It called they called it Irish something or other, and it it had nothing to do with. Um, I I should have I should have checked in right then and there, and I didn't. Uh, but it had nothing to do with being like an Irish anything other than it was in the name. But it was delicious. It was juicy. It had a, a lot of citrus flavor to it. And then after that, with my uh, my chicken and waffles, I had their Mexican beer. I love their Jesus Mexican lager. So good. It's funny you bring up the whole I didn't check it in at the time and now I can't remember. I have nothing but respect for guys that I follow on Untapped who are like, hey, here's the picture. Review coming soon. Do you take notes then and decide to like you know clarify your thoughts later? I don't I don't know how that's even done because if I don't take a picture of it and get my notes jotted down immediately, you're gonna forget about it. You might as well just write, "Oh, it's great. That was one of the best. It's uh, best. Uh, it's four four <laughs> and a half stars because I really can't remember." But uh, I had a, you know a pretty decent week as well. We went out on Monday for a little work thing, and I uh, I had a beer. I'm going to talk about later in the pick six from 18th Street that I'd never had before, and Ooh. it's just. Uh, it's fun because now that the weather's getting nicer, today's a great example, like you're starting to get into that whole like garage beers, drinking outside, doing yard work, you know, toning down the alcohol level a little bit because you're going to be cruising all day doing stuff. Yeah. And you got to at least have, you got to move the beers that were in the garage back inside, at least for me, because I don't have a beer refrigerator. They were just like, there's my Michigan cooler. So I was keeping all the beers cold there, but then I have to move them back down into the basement. How do you not have a beer fridge? 
Uh, well, um, I had it here well, at work. There, I was going to say, weren't there two or three of them floating around here? <laughs> I left uh, some stinky food in there, so it's just a matter of cleaning it out. It's not plugged in right now, but I'll I'll get it hooked up and ready for summer. Yeah, or spring drinking. Clean it out with some bleach, take it home, use it. <laughs> if you're uh, if you're new to the program, Zach, when he's here during the week, has a little office, and he moved a few months back to a newer office, bigger office with a door. Yeah, and my name on it now. And in the process of moving, you left your old space vacant, but had inadvertently unplugged your mini refrigerator, and uh, unbeknownst to you, there was food in there that had just been sitting there just molding for months. It was disgusting. And you know what else I found in there? A Bell's uh, cherry. Oh, it was one of the uh, the, the cherry, cherry ones. Whiskey Reserve. cherry. Yeah, okay. And it was funny because I wasn't <laughs> even here, but the Zach opened the ref- unwittingly opened the refrigerator door, and uh, I got texts from like Darcy and Bayless and Fran, like Zach. <laughs> he had to go to the store and buy air fresheners because the refrigerator was so bad. So, yeah, but you can make it. You can have, you have a fridge recover from that. You can clean it out. Yeah. yeah. Disinfect it. Plug that bad boy in and get it fired up. But you're right. Now you need to uh, take more care in the storage because you can't just leave them in the garage. Mm-hmm. Or bury him in a snowbank like our friends in the Upper Peninsula. Oh, I'm jealous of that. Yeah, I really am. Never got to really do it this year because, there, well, there's no, there was no snow. Yeah. Uh, hardly. Like, this was a mild winter. I found myself not really drinking as many stouts as I, I would have if it were probably, you know, we were hunkered down for a couple of days yeah. and the 50 below or whatever we had last year. Well, in the past, we'll always have those weekends where you know you're not going to go anywhere. No mm-hmm. one's going out because it's cold. The roads are terrible. So you start a fire or, or you know, flip on the, the old space heater and you just you have beers at home and you and you're right you curl up with a nice style but we didn't really have that this year and I'm I'm with you I don't think I poured poured through as many things as I thought I was going to mm-hmm. and also winter was brief yeah I had a whole little slate of projects written down I'm like these are my winter projects I need to get done before the, the nice weather hits and I've done nothing because I thought that the winter was still going to happen but here we are we have a lot of show to get to we have to talk about our big exciting uh, the event we have going on right now if you're if you're in our Facebook group you know all about it you've been voting thank for thanks to you. Uh, if you don't know just yet, you want a preview, go to 103onthebear.com. We'll talk about it just a little bit. We talked about it last week a little bit, that now that the calendar's changing, seasons are changing, our calendar's filling up with special releases. We have uh, Dark Lord Day tickets from Three three Floyds that go on sale in a couple of weeks. Dude, March 21st. Very excited about that. Oh, yeah. We also have uh, all the outdoor festivals. Now that this, now that it's going to be nice outside, we can throw on our cargo shorts, our pretzel necklaces, and go out and hit the, uh, <laughs> hit the outdoor <laughs> Uh, beer uh, beer festivals, and uh, one of the things we have going on the show we're very proud of, and we've done it in years past, but we've done it differently this year, is our, our beer brackets. Yeah, we got to let the fans decide, because before it's always been our subjectivity to which ones are our favorite, or we've gone and we've put uh, teams and breweries together, and we've seen how far, you know, say a Duke well, the or fir- Virginia could go. The first year, the three of us sat down and kind of decided who would advance based on their merits. We had like a little argue back and forth. It was almost like the pl- the football playoff committee. Yeah. And then uh, then we felt bad because we know so many people at these local breweries were like, well, how could we, you know, we don't want to make anybody upset. So the next year we kind of cheaped out. And we're like, all right. Uh, Duke is Bud Light. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll do uh, U of M. You could be Stone Brewing. And we let all the teams just kind of shake it down so nobody got to decide who uh, who wound up winning. And It uh, became really awkward that one year when it was between Founders and Bare Hands. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. And I, I had the final vote in the room. Yeah. The so, tiebreaker. So this year we thought we'd, instead of uh, us worrying about upsetting friends or, or fate being just the numbers straight up determining and then getting another Bud Light champion on a craft beer show... Uh, we thought we'd step back and uh, make you be the person. 
yeah. that decides all this. So you can go to 1039thebear.com, and if you've joined us on uh, on Facebook, you can like Music to My Beers, and you can also ask to join our super-secret private group that's not really hard to get into. We'll let anybody in, yeah, to be we, honest. We, uh, we opened it up, and thank you to everybody who suggested breweries, and we filled out our, fee, our field of 30, yeah. 32 craft breweries and, uh, and some bigger guys, and now we're shaking it down. The first round of voting ended earlier this week on uh, on Friday. Mm-hmm. The next round of voting, we're going to have uh, wrapped up, what, in about a week? Yep, yep. And and the great thing is, is that if you submit to, to vote for all these, you're going to get in an entry for possibly joining us out March 20, I'm going to go with 29th. Do I have the date right? Yes. Okay, good. March 29th, it's the uh, Brewfest happening over at Four Winds Field, or Four Winds Field, Four Winds Casino here in South Bend, and it's going to be a cool indoor beer festival. Uh, tickets are only 15 bucks in advance, and I think it's 20 day of. Um, you get five tokens, you get to try a bunch of different stuff, but we'll you'll get in for free just by um, submitting your email, and then that'll be your entry, and then you can vote each round as that uh, as it comes to comes up and i think you and i are going to be out there later that day uh doing the uh doing the show let's do it yeah yeah so cool. it's, it's a lot of fun and all you have to do to get free entry is vote go to 1039thebear.com and we'll run down some of the uh the early the early leads some of the some of the surprises and upsets uh next week but uh, this is a lot of fun and also i'm not in trouble zach's not in trouble we can look all of our brewery friends in the eye and say hey i didn't do this and for our local brewery friends the ones that aren't you know like the the bells or dogfish head and stuff like that we have a uh a nice award to come you know we have our uh, some of our friends whittling it right now so you will get a <laughs> nice shiny plaque to hang with pride in your brew pub yes uh we have a lot of music to my beers to get to we're right on the corner from the b movie we have the chick bait coming up and a pick six this week so much to do A thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with music to my beers, B movie. This is a segment of the show where we like to stop down, turn our attention a tiny bit from just purely alcohol to alcohol and movies. We pair movies with beers in a little thing we call the B movie. And uh, this week, because we have sprung forward, we have time-traveled overnight, we're going to do perhaps one of the most famous time-travel movies of all time. (laughs) Not Back to the Future. No, 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 no. From 1989, we are doing Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, starring one William S. Preston, Esquire, and Ted Theodore Logan. Uh, Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves, way back. And you and I were very, very young when this movie came out, but this is a movie we all saw on home video in the 90s, and because and then uh, two years later we saw Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. These were great movies. If you go back and watch Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure now, you can appreciate as an adult that they tried to teach you a couple of things in that movie. They tried to teach you <laughs> who these historical figures were, who Socrates was. Yeah. And, and you learned a little bit, and I, uh, I appreciate that. The acting mm, is terrible. Uh, just as an adult now, you're like, okay, it's a little, oh, it's a little cheesy. And... Well, I'll be honest with you. I'm about if you to have, admit something. You haven't seen this movie? I haven't seen either one. I've caught bits and pieces on cable television here and there, but I have not actually sat down, which I need to do, because I really want to see Face the Music when it comes out. And I, I love Keanu Reeves. And Alex Winters, or Alex Winter, he's in a couple of things, right? Yeah, two Bill and Ted movies, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> okay, never mind. Uh, you need to go back and watch this. One, it's it's one of those movies that just, it doesn't matter how old you are, it'll put a smile on your face. It had the, the late uh, George Carlin is in oh, both okay, of the yeah. films. 
as uh, as Rufus. They're trying to save the world and unite it with their music for the Wild Stallions. Aren't they doing a, a like a history report or something like that? Yeah, he, he flunks he, out. He has to uh, do a uh, do a really kick ass book report because uh, he, if he flunks out, his dad's going to send him to military school, and that's the end of the Wild Stallions. Oh no. And that's their band, right? Yeah. And, okay. And their music is going to unite the the people. The world. Okay. Yeah. But and, this is not the one with the demon guy, right? No, that's the second one. Okay. The Reaper. Okay. The Reaper. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give this movie. I I love it. It's great, and uh, and I'll watch it probably again as we get closer to uh, August 21st when Bill and Ted face the music. The third installment pops out. The plot for the third one sounds really funny because. <laughs> The, if you were a kid when you watched Bill and Ted, or you were a teenager, and now you're an adult, you can relate to the plot because the first line that you read in the plot synopsis is that Bill and Ted, now in their forties, life has not worked out the way they thought it would. <laughs> I'm like, man, there's so much truth there. I can't even stand it. Oh man, uh, I'm gonna give this a a four pack of a beer that you can pick up. I know it's available every once in a while. You can find it at Citywide. They carry a complete line of Modern Times beers. But they're uh, Fortunate Islands. They're tropical oh. pale ale. It's really, yeah. it's really hoppy. It's sweet, and it's five percent. And you know, I'm not going to need a lot to enjoy this movie to its fullest. But it would nice, would be nice to have a have a few in me. So I'm going to give it four modern modern times. Okay, all right. Um, I have not seen the movie. What it sounds like to me from like the synopsis and stuff is it's kind of what drunk history also tries to do, where they give you like. The the bits and pieces and you know try to educate you through a fun way, right? Is that they tricked us into learning back in nineteen eighty nine? Yeah. So uh, I am actually gonna go with a six pack, and it's gonna go. I'm gonna take it back to the six pack, my first ever beer that I had, which was a Miller High Life. Oh, and just because I'd like to experience that all over again while watching this movie, and just a six pack of those, you know, the two bottles they're, yeah. they come in the clear, yeah. The champagne of beers, the if you will. champagne of... And here we are. And here we are. Uh, there, was yeah. a, there was a fun article earlier this week uh, on uprocks.com where they compiled... Rate Beer, Rate Beer had put together a list of the 10 highest rated breweries in the world. Huh. Yeah, so I thought we'd run these down because uh, we recognize and have had almost all of them. Number 10, and again, this is according to the beer drinkers. That's why they're saying this is a landmark compilation uh, of Rate Beer, is Firestone Walker out in California. That's number one? Or that's number two? That's number 10. Okay. And uh, they've been around since 1996, and everyone says the the one ex- they give you the the brewery and then a great example beer, and the the, the one that tries their imperial start stout the Parabola. Oh yeah, clocking that, in at 13.6 percent. I I like their uh, what's the Lupa Lupa Lemon? I don't know. I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. I'll be honest with you. Uh, number nine <laughs> is the uh, Santa Darius Rustic Ales, also out in California. This is a brewery I've never heard of. Yeah, I was going to say. I, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, and uh, and one of the uh, one of the beers they say is a great example of the the beer this brewery puts together is West Lee. West Lee, not to be confused with our local favorite Westie from Bearhands, West Lee. Huh? Huh? This is this is a great list too because if you haven't well if you haven't had Firestone Walker you can pick some up here locally but if you're ever out in California you can be looking for some of these as well. Uh, another brewery that clocks in, one that we have heard of, and um, another one of our favorites, number uh, seven, is Founders Brewing out of Michigan. I do. I find myself really liking um, anything that those guys put out as of late. Like, I feel like they they there for a while. Uh, some of their newer stuff was not coming out. They were sticking to their their old staples. But now they – have you had that KBS Espresso? Yeah. It's good. 
Yeah, and I really enjoy and it. Didn't we read last week that KBS is going to start becoming a year-round thing? It is. There's a new untapped badge for it now too. Oh, so no longer in March are we looking for KBS popping up in and around the the like what, what was it KBS week that we always were yeah. excited for, and then yeah, now it's just uh, available year-round. Number six, uh, another brewery we've heard of, and they've uh, they're fantastic. Is Alesmith? Oh yes, their Speedway Stouts. They're out of San Diego, but their Speedway Stout series. If you can get like the Vietnamese coffee variant, their I mean. There are a lot of different versions of this they do, and I haven't yet to have a, a one that just didn't blow my mind. But uh, they're number six. Number five is another one of our favorites that only became uh, available around here the last couple of years, Cigar City. One of the best dank IPAs, uh, or the original dank IPAs I think we've ever had, was Highlight from them. Yeah, that, really that, enjoyed and, it. and that was always a big deal when we finally got our hands on it. Now you can get it on tap just about anywhere, Zach. Ain't no thing. Uh, the the beer that, again, we're, we're covering this list from uprocks.com. All they did was just compile uh, rate beer. I gotcha. The top ten breweries, according to uh, their ratings, Hunapu's Imperial Stout. We've had that. A lot of cinnamon heavy. Very fantastic Imperial Stout. That's coming Stout. up soon here. Hunapu Day. That's the uh, the beer they say that's a great example of why, tree, or why, uh, why they rank so high. Number four, I just gave it away, is Treehouse. Oh, okay. Out of Massachusetts. This is one of the only breweries. So far, Treehouse and Founders have been the only breweries on the list so far without ties to California. Oh, yeah. Those are our East Coast now. Yeah. And, of course, they're up there for their their fantastic Hayes game. And we talked about this, how it's funny. I've had three or four conversations recently about how when we were first into the, the Hazy game, and that was first a thing, it was mm-hmm. Henny Topper and it was it was Treehouse. Mm-hmm. And now that everybody's getting the hang of it and everybody's taking their stab at it, every brewery now has a Hazy IPA because you have to have it. That's what the, that's what the, the consumer wants. But they're doing, I mean, they're, they're being done almost as well as Treehouse now, where it's yeah. like, like M43 here locally mm-hmm. and, uh, and a lot of, and Bear, like Joe England over at Bare Hands. Those are fantastic. But it's it's almost made you less of a premium on trying to get that treehouse trade organized so you can get some here. Like, we had it. It was great. It was fantastic. But now you can get just as good a stuff here, Hazy, locally. But when you try that Julius, though, or King Julius, man. Oh, for the first time, absolutely. Whew. I uh, remember that day. Number three on the list of the top ten breweries, according to the beer drinkers over at Rate Beer, is another Hazy specialty brewery, Trillium Brewing oh, Company. Oh, yeah, okay. And we've tried a couple of those over the years, but they specialize again, just like uh, Monkish and every other every other one of these uh, hazy breweries is the the juicy stuff. You hooked us up one time, didn't you? Did you yeah. get a uh, couple, and then you? Yeah, I had some Trillium, shared. and uh, and it, it was it was great. But again, it's you know it's good, it's fantastic. But the the breweries around here, locally and regionally, aren't. It's not like they're trailing by miles. Mm-mm. It's uh, you know, and I remember when this show first started, we made such a big deal over Pliny the Elder and how fit, what a great IPA this was, and it, it's being done just as well, just about other you know, fifteen or twenty other places. Yeah, especially here locally. Number two is Side Project Brewing, out mm. of uh, Missouri. I know this stuff is uh, it's very sought after. I see it up for a lot on the the beer raffle sites, and uh-huh. you see it uh, being traded a lot. And I've never had had the chance to have any. I don't know that I've ever had or ever seen it. Um, what are, are they known for? A particular one? Uh, Sours, saisons, and okay. uh, they, they're they're basically like a farm to glass type operation. I gotcha. But they do a lot of collaborations, and I have had some stuff that that has been a collaboration with theirs. But uh, number one, and we mentioned it already this morning, of the top ten breweries in the world according to RateBeer.com is Hill Farmstead. Dude, yes, I agree with that assessment. They make. Amazing beers, and from their farmhouse and their their saison stuff all the way to their hazies, I haven't had a bad beer from that brewery yet. No, they 
It's really good. It, it, and I think I had it one night even after like an M43. And I was like, the the game, nothing against M43 or Old Nation or anything like that. But the game that Hill Farmstead brought to the table was like far and above anything that I'd had before. And I, it was a momentum, a momentous occasion, I should say. When I had it. It's fun, too, because, you know, you take a brewery like Three Floyds, where they're in Indiana, there are quite a few people here, it's big, it's distributed, you know, quite a few places. Yeah. But then you take a place like Hill Farmstead that's in Vermont, a tiny state to begin with, and not a lot of people, you don't, it's like, we know everybody, like, oh, yeah, I can just bounce over there and get mm-hmm. it. And it doesn't have a particularly wide distribution, so it's it's much more difficult to get, and, and I think, ergo, more satisfying when you do finally get it. But uh, those are your top ten. We'll post the link to the article up on uh, the Music to My Beer's Facebook page. It's the uh, top ten breweries in the world according to Rate Beer. Yo, it's time. I'm going to give you three. Zach's going to give you three, and that's Woo. how we get the number pick six. Based on a lot of our local bottle shops that will either give you a uh, suggested sixer, a mixer sixer, or give you 15% off for mixing some newbies and things you've never tried before. Which is kind of fun to do, especially if you go over to that singles area and you just kind of go up and down. Sometimes you don't want the whole six-pack. Sometimes you just want the one. I know that I do it a lot with Revolution where I'm like, hey, you know, I don't really want to spend $40 for the whole death cafe death, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll get one. I'll get one $8 beer. A great example of this for me is where where I, I knew I wanted to try it, but I most certainly did not want to have six of them in my refrigerator. Yeah. The, uh, pardon me, the Wells Banana Bread Beer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because if thought, it's bad, it's... Well, I thought, even if it's good, am I going to need six of these? Like, am I going to be able to share them? So uh, <laughs> I throw in three, Zach throws in three, and that's how you get your mixer sixer. Do you want to go first or shall I? Sure, I can go. All um, right. Get after it. So earlier in the Bud, show... Bud Light! Bud... <laughs> I was talking about earlier in the show being over Bud at Evil Light Check. Lime. I'll bring that back, right? All right okay. Um, earlier in the show, I went out to Evil Check, or I was telling you about how I went out to Evil Check, and I couldn't remember the name of the beer. Well, between now and then, I've actually looked at it on my Untapped to see what they've they've got as far as this one goes, and it's the Irish Turntables. Oh. So Irish is in the name, but it has nothing to do with an Irish beer other than the fact that that's just what they named it. And it's this hazy, juicy New England IPA. Drinks much like Nefarious Harbor, except it's higher in uh, ABV and also lower in IBUs. You know, it's funny. uh, Monkish released a beer earlier this week. It was a triple IPA, but it had meatballs in the name and a meatball Hmm. on the cover, but it had zero to do with meatballs. It's just something weird. Yeah. Maybe it has something to do with the movie? Mm, Or no? I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then uh, also last weekend we went up to Grand Rapids as a family, and then we stopped over at my buddy's house. Was this the Disney on Ice experience? It was the Disney Ooh, on Ice experience, and they sell beer. Money. They sell beer there. Too. All right, yeah. So what'd you get? Uh, I did not get a beer there because I knew that we were going over to a buddy's house afterwards, and he had the beer, and he knows that I like craft beer. He's more of a domestic guy, but he had bought Odd Sides Dank Juice, okay, just regular Dank Juice, and it was delicious. I forgot how good that one was too. I sort of quit buying that when uh, when we quit going across the border to find M forty three because it was available here. Yeah, that's you always run into some some cool odd sides dank juice uh, variant you hadn't had yet. Yeah, and once M forty three came down here, we stopped having to go up there. It's almost like I quit buying it overnight. I know I need to go up there again just for the experience because I, I like and you can find some stuff that you can't like Petoskey Brewing comes all the way down here doesn't go over the border it's just a Michigan only thing but you can find some of the the local 
quote-unquote locals-only stuff at those beer stores. So if you ever get a chance to go just north of the border, yeah, you can pick up the Oddsides. Or, according to Oddsides, they're available here somewhere in the Indiana state. I do remember that. Zach raised a fit about it online, and then Oddsides was like, it's available in Indy. Not anywhere on here, guy. And then this is, this is a hot topic, hot take right now. The coronavirus. So I'm going to throw in corona. Okay. Because I think I, I'm not... Corona is not going to give you the virus. Zach wants you to thumb your nose at Cor- the coronavirus and drink a corona. Corona sales have gone down, what, 30% or something like that uh, since the announcement? I think it was like 18% of Americans think you can get the coronavirus from corona beer, so that's been especially disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, their sales have taken a bath. There was a funny meme floating around this week that uh, that corona had offered up $15 million to change the name to Bud Light virus. <laughs> They're like, please, anything but... That's kind of funny. Yeah, it reminds me when uh, when anthrax there was that big anthrax scare, and then uh, anthrax the band had to come out in those jumpsuits and said, "We're not changing our name. <laughs> we were we were here first. So uh, what are you gonna throw into the pick six? Uh, there are there are one beer that I've I've had one beer mm-hmm. that I've had quite a few times and enjoy, and one beer that I was disappointed that slipped under my nose this week and I haven't been able to get my hands on yet. Uh, the first beer, and I tried this for the first time last week, I mentioned it earlier in the show, was 18th Street Rubicon. Mm-hmm. It's Centennial, it's Amarillo Hops, and it's uh, it's just your classic West Coast IPA. Oh, yeah. It clocks it at 7.2%, and it's beers like this that make me appreciate the 16-ounce can. Mm-hmm. Because you pop it open, it's ice cold, and it's so refreshing. you got to take those first two massive gulps, and you think, all right. Now I've settled in, but I will like I, I love hazies and juicies as much as the next guy. But I will always be a West Coast IPA fan. I like that real bitter hoppy bite. I like that really just harsh aroma, and uh, and this was this was great. And it drinks real smooth too. And mm. the next beer I'm going to add is one that um, I've had. We got really excited when it first came out because this was the last beer in their series of three that was to hit store shelves. And it's the uh, Foggy Geezer from War Pigs. Oh, yeah. We saw yeah. the Lazarite. We got the Salmon Pants. And then Foggy Geezer was the one that came out, I think, last. It was hardest to find, anyhow, because everyone thought, oh, it's, we got to try it. It's pretty great. It's hazy. Yeah. And and, uh, and and sometimes you find yourself getting into a beer and then falling out of it and getting back into it again. Mm-hmm. But every so often, I'll go somewhere, and they'll have Foggy Geezer on tap, and I think, bam, there it is. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. And it's it's easily available. It's always usually relatively fresh. And it's re- and compared to some of the other offerings out there, it's relatively inexpensive. And you get a six-pack. Yeah. But it's got uh, a 70 IBUs at 6.8, so it's a little bit more, uh, we'll say, punchy than the uh, the Lazarite is. And Warpix is doing some great stuff. I really wish they would come out with more, but I understand. It was, I was thinking the same thing, yeah. It was just these three, and that's the three it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But uh, they make they make great stuff. And then the last one... And I mentioned I was going to be disappointed because you and I follow a lot of different breweries on social media, and uh, and you'll see things, and for whatever reason, you just can't take advantage for timing or or whatever. Uh, Mm -hmm. Blackhearted from from Bells, yeah, that came out on Valentine's Day is a great example of like we had to watch it from afar. We knew it was coming out. We couldn't get to Kalamazoo on Valentine's Day because well, Valentine's Day. Some people in our beer drinking group, they were having some of it. Yeah, They're but another, reporting back. another one came out this week, and I was like, oh, I feel like I missed it. Uh, I know there was some very light distribution, but Bear Hands and Grager released a double Westie this week that clocked oh. in at 9.6%, and it was in a gray can. It had the it had the Westie van on it, and I thought, God, I'm just not going to be able to get out to Granger. So I've been, I've been scouring some of my favorite uh, beer hotspots to see if they happen to be a... Uh, I guess like preferred account enough to get the bare hand stuff. But, yeah, but I was hyped when I saw it. I thought this is great. 
Oh man, I yeah no, because I wanna... I had the Westie session from a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. There's the classic Westie we get all year, and now here's the double Westie. So uh, we gotta go find it. Let's yeah. go on a hunt. Yeah, so I, you know, I'm gonna spend a little more time, but I, ho- I hope it's something that they choose to re-release again, and I can stars align, go up and get some. <laughs> now I'm thirsty. Next Sunday, we've got Selection Sunday, and then everybody's filling out brackets, and we thought, why not get a jump start on that, because we've got some stuff coming up. <laughs> so we jumped on it with uh, our Beer Bracketology, which is available at realrock1039thebear.com, um, or just 1039thebear.com. Go right? to the, yeah, go to the Bears website, and then uh, go to the uh, Beer Bracketology page and start voting. Yes, vote for your favorites, because there's there's been good matchups, there's been close matchups, and then there's been just, like, blowouts. Yes. And if you do vote, you're going to be registered for uh, tickets to a uh, craft beer festival coming up later on this month at Four Winds Casino South Bend. We're very excited to be attending. Cannot wait. So you get to sit on your phone, maybe even on the toilet if you want, weigh in, make some decisions, <laughs> and possibly win. We really should be broadcasting live out there. The, the, the event starts at 3, so, you know, maybe we could... Go out there a little Wrap before. Wrap up the show, take up the... Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm feeling that. I, and uh, we'd like to see you out there. And uh, you're going to probably be sick of hearing Zach and I talk about it by the end, but we're excited. We're pretty proud. And whoever wins this thing is going to get a Music to My Beers plaque. Yes. Um, which you can proudly display in your uh, bathroom or... You know, it was fu- at the bar area. Uh, it was funny. I'm slowly starting to cover my garage with with tin tackers. One of my favorite things to buy at at, uh, at craft breweries when I go visit is the tin tacker. They're usually like ten to fifteen bucks. Yeah, it's not a, like a shirt where I'm going to eventually eat and drink my way out of it. <laughs> you know, it's a one size fits all. But it's yeah. I've been co- slowly covering my garage, and it started with a founder's one, and then uh, now it's bled over. But I I was online earlier this week, and I thought founders is getting rid of CBS. Maybe they'll have some like close out CBS merchandise. So I went to the founder's website, and I got a, a CBS, a big wooden, it looks like a barrel. Oh, dude. But it's got the CBS label on it. Yeah. It, it was on clearance sale because they're phasing out CBS, at, they claim, forever. So I ordered it, and it came to my house. And what they did, they told you the dimensions, but what they didn't tell you is, like, it was super thin. It felt like, oh. yeah, it's like maybe, I don't know, an eighth of an inch at best thick. <laughs> I don't feel like I got ripped off because it was only 10 bucks, but I thought, well, this is kind of chintzy. Bummer. Yeah, I can't wait. That's the one thing of uh, merchandise that I wish all of our local places would have. And I know it's super expensive to, for them to get, but like Bare Hands having a tin tacker would be great. The Crooked U, Goshen Brewing Company, Yaki Da. We could have our own. We should make our own. Our own Music to My Beers tin tacker. When you were in college, it was like, I got a cool PBR sign. I, yeah. yeah. We could do our own. We could do uh, a limited run. Maybe we'll find out they're so expensive we don't want to do yeah, that. They're like, oh. But, you know, I used to be Black Label or, hey, I got a really cool Kathy Ireland hoping up, holding up a Coors Light bottle cardboard cutout. But now with a tin tacker, you can actually, you know, rep your hobby a little bit better. But I think it looks really cool. It's a lot neater than having, you know, posters taped up in my garage. Posters or sticking a bunch of stickers on the door, which... And that's the story how I got hoodwinked into buying a little piece of essentially pressed plywood that says CBS on it. You mentioned Founders, and my son, when we were out at a restaurant in Grand Rapids, he had seen the KBS sign. Like, it, it was one of those barrels like you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, barrel, yeah. And he goes, that's the sticker that Daddy has in, in Hadley's room, my daughter. And I was like, yes, that was because that prior to having kids, that was my brewing closet. And so I had all my beer stickers oh. up and down. So in my kids' I was going to say, wow, you're putting KBS stickers in your daughter's room? <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, dude. Well, I know. I was a little embarrassed. Uh, yeah, maybe, you know, we'll do, maybe we'll start doing like a weekly critique of like the beer merch because, uh, you know, we, with, we laugh with Dark Lord Day coming up every, uh, in a couple of weeks, trying to get tickets to, to get in in May. One of my favorite things to do at Dark Lord Day is to overspend on merchandise. And I think, yes. I think I have two. 
I have three Dark Lord Day hoodies from three different years and then a Dark Lord Day track jacket. And I can't wait to see what I'm going to wander home with this year if I get tickets. But uh, Not more coffee? Yeah, almost. Yeah, no. <laughs> I love craft beer merchandise almost as much as I love craft beer. Because if I buy it, that means I'm somewhere drinking, having a great time, and I want to remember that. So I'm like, ah, I'm going to buy a ticket home. I think that is so awesome. And at no point in any of Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace Universities will you hear anything <laughs> about a craft beer merchandise envelope. So... If you're coming to the show for financial tips, run away. He needs a lesson on just strictly like what to do when you find yourself feeling it, and should you buy hey, or should you not. I read that book, and one of the first chapters was not about partying. I'm like, oh, Dave, you lost me. <laughs> uh, we have to get the news and notes and find out where your beer dollars are going in the next couple of weeks. Maybe you can get out a craft beer envelope. Maybe the, that's something you want to budget for. Download the Every Dollar app and try to figure, you get it figured out. Uh, right now, we're going to clear the stage. That will make way for Darcy and this week's Chick Pick. Hey, it's Darcy with your Chick Pick. Now, we've had some nice stretches of weather, so you're starting to think summer. And what's your favorite thing about summer? Well, outdoor drinking, that's for sure. I mean, responsibly, but outdoor drinking. So I picked a beer. Now, usually I don't like a Pilsner, but my love of 18th Street is stronger than my dislike of Pilsners because this one's awesome. It is the best patio pills. That's what it's called. It's exactly what it is. When you drink it, all you think about is drinking outside. I mean, having a nice beer, a nice warm day, even ice cold after mowing the lawn. Like, is it sad to think that in February I think about that? But on those super hot days, this beer is going to be amazing. I'm Darcy. That's your chick pick. All right. All right. Uh, so, looking, f- looking forward to the uh, drinking weeks ahead. This is where I grab a little hold of the microphone and I get to tell you what's Zach coming drops up. some street knowledge. Street knowledge. Uh, you know, we're a fan of the uh, the Jolly Pumpkin Art- Artisan Ales. Yeah. Yeah, those guys, they've been doing stuff in bottles quite a while. And they also, I think they were one of the first in the sour game and uh, kind of doing the wild ales and stuff like that. So they're now launching a new canning line for some of those year-round uh, wild ales. Which is even better because now we're looking forward to beach season, going outside. A can is a lot easier than a bottle. And especially when their bottles are like, what, 24, 22 ounces, whatever yeah. they come in. A 16-ounce can is doable. Or even a 19-ounce can I could go for. So that uh, those should be hitting shelves here pretty so soon. So let me get this straight. Huh? A 22-ounce bottle is too much, but a 19-ounce can is just enough for Zach Muller. It's just right. It's three right. ounces less, and it's easier to recycle on the environment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> less cost in that, in mm. that bottle. Um, so then the other thing that I was looking Stay at... Stay woke, Zach. <laughs> the other thing that, I was, that piqued my interest when I was scrolling through the ground the other week was... Uh, Greenbush in the Erskine Plaza, just south of town here in uh, South Bend, is doing their very first brews and brushes. All right, that's going to be like the wine and canvas, only exactly. with uh, only with beer. Yeah, so you get to do a uh, twelve by twelve canvas. They're going to have uh, assorted appetizers, and then you get some Greenbush beer to go along with it. I would just take my paintbrush and write, "Can you bring me another beer?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's happening a week from tomorrow, so Monday, March sixteenth. You can put that on the calendar, six to eight p.m. Greenbush um, down in uh, Erskine Plaza at the Martins there. And last but not least, we were talking about it earlier in the show, the fact that you can win tickets to this event, which is Brew Hop Brews and Bands in the Bend, happening at Four Winds Casino in South Bend. And the way that you can win tickets to that is by going to 1039thebear.com or going to our Facebook page, searching Music to My Beers, and then just voting in our uh, Beer Bracketology. One 
Two lucky winners will win tickets to that, a two-pack. You can either do research or you can just vote impulse. Who yeah. do you like? Who do you like best? Yeah. I'm uh, looking over the list, too, of that, that day. It's uh, Sunday, March 29th, 3 p.m., there's uh, some of our favorites. Ryan Geist is going to be there. Uh, Evil Check is going to be there. Greenbush, Maplewood, Tapestry, uh, Metazoa, Great Lakes, Round Barn, Burnham. Some good stuff. Bells. I'm in. Yeah. You have me. I, I heard Maplewood. I'm like, you know what? I like those guys. I've, had, uh, I've only had their beer for the first few times these last couple of months, but I've really liked what I've had. You like juice pants? Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Mm, mm. Very tasty. Yes. That's going to do it for this week. We will see you back here. Please go to our website, join, and uh, vote at 1039thebear.com, Beer Bracketology. I am Warren Cluck. That is Zach Miller. We are Music to My Beers. Cheers. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.